0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Welcome back to the Overnight Crowd. It is time to get our update from across in South Australia. Chatting now with SENSA's Paul Bonza. Bonds, thanks for joining myself and Bray tonight. Uh,
0: pleasure. Uh, welcome, Jen, and g'day, Bray. Nice Thank- to
1: meet you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, pleasure to be here. <laughs> so, uh, look, all things South Australian sport. One of the you can't go past it. I know we've we've talked about it a lot across the weekend and now into Monday, but you can't not talk about it. Premiership Cup number three for the Adelaide Crows women. Outstanding performance once again.
0: Three out of five, not bad. Um, they were very good. They were look, they were the best team all year, and um, you know the likes of Hatchard and Ebony, you know uh, Ebony Marinoff, I should mm. say. Along with Aaron Phillips, and they—they—they just—they just, they were the best team all year, and they deserved to win another flag. So, congratulations to them.
1: It was brilliant. Now, lots of talk post game, and even across my shows, Daisy Pearce, will she, won't she? Aaron Phillips, will she, won't she? What is she going to do? Did you notice um, at the uh, at the end of the game, literally? The siren sounds, I reckon Phillips gets a chance to put both fists up and celebrate for about five seconds before the cameras and the microphones are shoved in her face for comment on what she's doing next.
0: I, I, look, I, I thought it was pretty poor form. Um, uh, to One, Sam Lane's been doing this for long enough. She should know better. And Just to ask, you know, why not ask her about the season, what a – Fantastic group of players. I've got the emergence of of the younger players. Uh, no, it's uh, sorry. you going to port. Mm. You know, it's it's a. It, uh, I just thought it was. Yeah, you know, it, it's just some of the Some media people. All that's important to them is getting the story first.
1: The breaking and story. It's
0: a bit of, yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a blight on the industry at the moment. I think there's a few people around doing that. And uh, I think yeah, it, it, it could have been more professional, uh, Miss Lane.
1: Yeah, well, we did they We all did it to Daisy as well. I saw her sort of as soon as she got into the change yeah. room. They were the big questions asked of her. Um, I will say both of them handled it well. They were emotional speaking about it. They were emotional about the game. One emotional in Erin yeah. Phillips' case because she just won and it was all this hard work and the idea of getting to move out of the caravan and get back in with the family. And for Daisy, you know, it's the emotion of I get to the final and I've lost and I'm really hurting um, emotions. So they both handled themselves exceptionally well, which we're so lucky to have them both as uh, members of our Australian sporting community. The one thing that I thought was really good post-game too was Doc Clark, the Adelaide Crows coach. He actually really commented well on Phillips and Randall's legacy at the Adelaide Crows, but he did mention – almost sort of saying, if she does go to Port Adelaide, you know what, it's only going to strengthen her legacy because she's she's a legacy player here now. She's set up the the culture at the Crows. And should she go across there and all of a sudden we have an even stronger competition and a great show down here, well, bring it on. How good's that going to be for the game? So I was really impressed with how he handled it.
0: Yeah, look, and you would expect that to handle it really well. There's with I,
1: guess, come on. I think we might Watch just be losing your bonds.
0: Not been, have you got me there? I'm uh, still there.
1: Oh, there you go. It's, <laughs> a, it's the old take a step to the left yeah. trick, yeah? <laughs>
0: Sorry about that. <laughs> yes, yes, I've done that. Um, one thing that has uh, from Adelaide on the weekend were that maybe she doesn't go straight to Port Adelaide. Hmm. Maybe she waits until they develop the side a little bit better. So the first couple of years are going to be tough for Port Adelaide coming into the competition. So maybe it's uh, a couple of years before she, I guess, grabs the reins there and there's a bit, there's a, a little bit more to work with underneath it.
1: It's going to be really interesting to see either way, but you cannot take away from hmm. the fact that the Adelaide Crows in AFLW are a dynasty. They're our first dynasty and it's never going to be taken away from them to get three from five um premierships that have been played and three from four attempts at a premiership um, where they've played in the grand final. uh, They are just outstanding as a a unit.
0: Congratulations to all involved. Fantastic.
1: Sure is. Now we'll take a quick look at the men's side of things in the AFL from the SA point of view. We'll start with obviously Thursday night, an absolute belting at the Adelaide Oval with Melbourne well, thumping, you could say, Port Adelaide. <laughs> I don't know what team you support, Paul, but... Uh, He's a Hawthorne carefully. man. Oh, okay. Well, you're lucky there. <laughs> but you, it's not a night you want to be a Port Adelaide supporter.
0: No, look, they were very poor. Um, to be a new record for them, which I'm sure Ken Hinkley didn't want, first time ever they've kicked no goals in the first half. Um, and, look, they really looked like a bottom four side. Mm. and they are a bit better than that, but they've got a lot of injuries. I, I'm not sure how they're going to kick goals moving forward. Without Charlie Dixon there, who's had another operation last week, uh, I think he's going to be out for another six or eight weeks. Rosio Fantasia's is no closer to playing. The young guns, uh, Butters, Dersma, Rosie, they just haven't gone to that next level. So I think I think they're going to struggle. Uh, for the rest of the year, I don't, I can't see him making the eight. Well, it's hard from zero on four. It's stating the obvious a little bit, but yeah, yeah they're in a bit of strife for Adelaide and, um, the pressure's going to come for Ken Hinkley towards the end of the year. I'm, I'm sure, I don't think he'll leave before the end of the year unless it's his own choice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if they don't make the finals, I think it'll be time for, for Ken to find a, a different line
1: of work. So it doesn't get much easier for Port Adelaide. They take on Carlton on Sunday over at the MCG, MCG so a tough fixture for them with a, the Navy Blues expected to bounce pretty hard back after their display in round four. Uh, the, the other game for your South Australian sides with Adelaide Crows, the game against Essendon, I know it was a loss by just just the four, but that was a really enjoyable game of AFL.
0: One of the games of the round, I, I thought it uh, was really. I watched most of it, and they, it was a really good game of footy to watch. Uh, Tex Walker back up in the forward line for Adelaide, kick four goals, fantastic effort, regardless of the booze. And um, uh, Ben Keys has proved to be one of the recruits of the last couple of years. Twenty-seven disposals and a goal, uh, but the big name around the Adelaide traps at the moment is Josh Rochelle. And this kid can absolutely play. There's uh, Adelaide fans saying, "Give him a ten-year contract now. Give him whatever he wants.
1: Lock him <laughs> up." Yeah,
0: so he's making a very big impression, Joshua Shelley, and he, yeah, he can play the game, no doubt.
1: Yeah, no doubt. He's definitely one to keep uh, in your club for the round, long period of time. Round four, rising star. Yeah, was it? I think he might have got the round four rising start this week. Yeah, I think
0: that was announced. Yeah, I think that was announced uh, today. Yeah. yeah. So uh, look, yeah, he, he's he's just just looks like a footballer, plays like a footballer, and <laughs> yeah. um, in his in his fourth game, he's actually telling his other players what to do as well. At one <laughs> point, he went up to Lucky Gallant where Lucky Gallant had a shot for goal, and it was like two four gamers telling each other, you know, this is <laughs> not two experienced players. Um, and in the end, Lockie Gallant went back and kicked
1: the goal, so he must have said something, right? Oh, how funny. That's good. He's, he's got the advice, like, I've got this, guys, under control. So next up for Adelaide Crows, they take on Richmond at home. Uh, so on Saturday across the long weekend. That'll be an interesting game as well. I I wouldn't put it past the Crows being able to get up over the Tigers, but at the same time, you, know, you can see the Tigers winning that fixture as well. So it could be a close one.
0: Yeah, they've got some confidence. For the crows and they're starting to build, and their sample team's going very well as well. So, uh, yeah, starting to the, the kids at the crows are just starting to develop and come through.
1: Yeah, no doubt, you did mention the crows team is doing very well in the sample. They came up came up against North Adelaide on Saturday, a pretty convincing win there, seventy eight to one hundred sixteen.
0: Yeah, they've had two big wins. They they beat Port by ten goals in the season, the sample season opener, and the Roosters knocked off the Eagles the back-to-back premierships the week before. Um, they had a few changes, a few, a few pull out, but uh, the Adelaide Crows are, are going well and uh, won two from two, so they look they look very promising and start the season two and eight. You're halfway there to making finals.
1: Very impressive. Now you called a couple of games across SEN's coverage of. The Sandfall, how did those games end up?
0: Yeah, did the Friday night game out at Coopers Stadium, out at Norwood, uh, Norwood taking on the Eagles. Really good game of footy. There were some fantastic goals, uh, some hard play, and um, there were four debutants for the Eagles side, and somehow they still got up and won. So Mark Ross, who I called with, has got this um, belief that if you have two, more than two debutants playing, you can't win. Well, that wow. that's the went out the window. So, uh, so yeah, they, they won by two points in the end, the Eagles. We saw the emergence of ex-Brisbane player or Brisbane-listed player Connor Ballenden uh, at centre-forward. Took 10 marks, kicked two massive goals from outside 50. Uh, this guy can play and will be an asset for the Eagles after losing Jack Hayes to the Saints. And Dylan Clark from Essendon, Uh, He just signed a couple of weeks before the start of the sample season. He had 18 tackles and 20-plus disposals. And he was elite, and and so was Riley Knight, the former Crow for the Eagles. So the Eagles hung on got the points in what was an excellent game of footy. Saturday, I went out to Unley Oval and watched Sturt and Glenelg and called that game. And uh, the grand finalist from last year, Glenelg, hung on and defeated Sturt by eight points. Was it the one of the most boring quarters of footy in the first quarter, and then in the third quarter we saw eleven goals kicked in the third quarter. And no. It was electric.
1: No was way. Goals
0: being kicked everywhere. Yeah, it was fantastic game of footy in the end, and <laughs> Glenelg uh, hung on and got the points.
1: Oh, how fascinating! Don't they? They're so funny how games can roll around that way, where you just have this nothing much in the first quarter, and then you're looking at to your to your mate to the side, going, "What is happening here?" And then boom, everyone remembers. Let's score some points. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah there was a lot of chipping around and and stirred especially just were quite negative and just hanging onto the ball and controlling the footy but all of a sudden the game in the second half the game just opened up and went bang and it was it was electric and there was a good crowd there too at it only so it was all jam-packed in and and uh we called from the, in the front of the members' stand at able, so we had all the CERT members sitting around us, so you've got to be a bit careful what you say when, you, when you've got all the members sitting around you.
1: Turn around and get doused in a bottle of Coke if you're not careful. Um, Bond, <laughs> it's been great to speak to you again here on The Overnight Crowd. Thanks for the update on everything that's happening across in South Australia, and we look forward to catching up with you after the long weekend as well. Thanks, Jan. Have a great Easter, you two. We will. That's Paul Bonza, our man from SENSA, giving us all the latest across South Australian sport. Time for your calls and your texts still to come on the Overnight Crowd. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.